Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Moth. And I'm Tay. Heck yeah. So today, we are continuing in the goddamn Scream franchise, my dear. Fuck yeah. We're watching Scream 2022, (laughs) which is technically the fifth installment, but it is just called Scream. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, isn't it like a re, like, they're just like, It's like a requel is what they call it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Because okay. it's, it's not like an official reboot necessarily because we do still mm-hmm. have some legacy characters in there and it is a continuation mm-hmm. of the story, but it is mm-hmm. reintro- or it's introducing a new cast and a new core storyline as well. So that. it's kind of a combination of a sequel and a reboot a little bit. Sounds good. It's very fun. Very meta. Very screen. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yes. Is this how, when did Scream 4 come out? Like how much of a gap do we it's have It's an 11 year gap. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Scream 4 came out in 2011. So. Yeah. In between. Every time you think that they're going to be done. They're like, we're not done. We're not like, done. Scream 3 came out and then there was time in between that and mm-hmm. Scream 4 and then everyone's like, they're done. And then they're like. They're, they're like, nope, we get a fifth and then a sixth <laughs> installment and then next year a seventh installment and then i believe that they are going to be done after that well we'll see we will see (laughs) but like just based on like how they've spoken about it in between Mm -hmm. um or in like when i was researching this one it does kind of sound like they're winding it down okay but you know um i'll believe it when i see it i really will and (laughs) as a well-known die-hard scream fanatic if you will (laughs) I sincerely hope they're fucking done after the seventh <laughs> one. Don't get me wrong. I love the fifth and sixth installments. Yeah. I was really skeptical of them going into mm. it because I am so very dedicated to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Um, but I And was, Scream 4 was like weird. Scream was, like, 4 was weird. I do like it as a standalone film, but it was a weird addition to the series. So... Mm. I was really, really skeptical of the fifth and sixth installments. And let me just say, oh, and also because, of course, Wes Craven wasn't involved because he had passed away. And I'll talk a little bit more Mm. about that. But I was very pleasantly surprised. Hell yeah. I really enjoyed that from a lot of people. Yeah. They're, yeah, they like the fifth and sixth ones. They turned out fucking great. And I'm really excited to see how they wrap things up in seven. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ghostface finally die? Who knows? Ghostface can't fucking die. You know what's really funny? I went to a pool recently, and so my Ghostface tattoo was out, you know? Um, <laughs> and there was a, a child, okay? Like a nine-year-old child saw it and was like, is that Ghostface? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know? Well, I kn- but at the same time. <laughs> I know, because like, so here's the thing. Obviously, I have been watching horror for a very long time, but I also recognize that like, I should not have been. Uh, yeah. Like, it's that's mm-hmm. not a great thing to yeah, do to like to show your children. very young children horror films. And like, did I turn out technically fine? Yeah. Yes, but like, <laughs> arguably... Sorry, mom. It wasn't the best parenting decision. (laughs) It really wasn't. So there was a part of me that was like, why do you know that? And then I remembered that there's like ghost face skins in like various video games and shit. So the kid probably knew it from that. But anyway, so this kid was like, is that ghost face? And I'm like, yeah, it is. And then he was like, can ghost face die? And I was like, that's a really good question. And it depends 
on a lot of different things. Like, yeah, on how you view Ghostface. Exactly, because, like, technically, yeah. Because it's just a person wearing Exactly, masks, technically but... he dies every fucking time, you know? Yeah, but then, but it's, like, the the aura of, of Ghostface. Right. Like, the, yeah. The character of Ghostface continually comes back, so it's, like... Yes, And then there's exactly. the whole thing of, like, the undead killer coming back to life, and then you get into yes. the whole stew debate, and it's, like... Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of dodged the question. I did. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, long live Ghostface. Give him a bayonet. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I hope in Scream 7 they give Ghostface Me too. If you're listening, anyone involved in the Scream 7 <laughs> filming process, we're begging. you're never going to hear this. I'm aware of that. But like, give Ghostface a bayonet, you cowards. Please. <laughs> It's we gotta manifest it. It's just like put it out into the yeah. universe. Give Ghostface a bayonet. I can even get it trending think, on Twitter. Right. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can even think of like three or four different ways that you can do it that it would make sense that it wouldn't seem yeah. just completely random. So like give him a bayonet. Yeah. You can do it. Give him a bayonet. It's like especially if they're back in New York, go to like a museum or something and yeah. you just rip it off the wall. There's so give many it. different options. If we can yeah, figure it out, so can you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, it, Ghostface has used weirder weapons, I feel like. Oh, you know? and there's some fun ones in this movie, especially. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, it's a Scream movie. It's a slasher. You know this. We've been here before four different times. <laughs> it's fine. So, originally, this one was going to be called Scream Forever, but obviously that didn't pan out that way. They just landed on plain old Scream, and I Scream. love that. <laughs> <laughs> so the ratings for this one were pretty average. It had an IMDb rating of 6.3 out of 10 with 139,000 ratings and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 76% with an 81% audience score, which is good. Like the audience yeah. score and everything's good. But like then other than that, it was just average, which, you know, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly just because a lot of people were skeptical of it from the jump. Yeah, I'm sure. So it had a budget of $24 million, and then the film release date was exactly 25 years and 25 days after the original Scream film. That's fun. So it came out on January 14th of 2022. I did, in fact, go opening night, and it was (laughs) fucking wonderful. I I bet. I was like, happy birthday to me. (laughs) There's nothing like going to opening nights for like something that you're really fucking excited about. It's my favorite activity. We talk about it. We've talked about it before on the pod, but like the Lord of the Rings Hobbit, like premiere, like that was so much fun. Legitimately Um, one of my favorite things we've ever done. (laughs) One of my favorite memories in life. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just fun going to midnight premieres because so everyone fun. has like the same energy as you. Like, everyone's just so excited. Yeah. To be I love it. And especially with like the Scream franchise, like, fandom yeah. too. There's like such a mm-hmm. level of camaraderie there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just yeah. loves each other. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's great. like you have the people who have been there since like the original one came out that are probably super fucking stoked. But then also just like a new generation of yeah. people who like loved the original trilogy and then like are, were like, cognizant for like whatever the rest yes. of the movies came out that are just like happy to be at a scream premiere exactly um so that's yeah that's fun yeah and it was the first scream premiere that i had gotten to go to so it was yeah yeah it was just a very cool experience and i loved yeah. it yeah yeah and it was just wonderful so it wound up grossing nearly 139 million dollars worldwide within uh in the box office with nearly 60 mm-hmm. percent of that being domestic earnings 
And mm-hmm. in the U.S., $33.8 million of that was made during opening weekend, which is amazing. Wow. And mm. so that accounts for the whole Thursday through Sunday opening weekend. Yeah. Making it. it the first movie to beat out Spider-Man No Way Home in box office profits. So in terms of wow. movies that were out at the same time. Because, mm. like, No Way Home was killing it from the second yeah. it hit theaters. As it should. It's a fucking great film. Absolutely. But yeah, it was Love the Tom first Holland. one. Love Tom Holland. Shout out. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and Zendaya. Oh. Shout out. <laughs> Dream team. I love them. It's like that... It's that TikTok sound that's like switching sides. <laughs> yes. It's just that's it's just going back and forth between Tom Holland and Zendaya over and over again. Literally. With every scene in all of those Spider-Man movies. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it was the first one to beat it out. And then it's second weekend in theaters. It went to second place behind No Way Home, which was kind of expected. Mm. Yeah. But it performed really well. Mm. The directors were Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette. The two of them were stoked to be hired for this film because they credit Mm -hmm. Scream and Wes Craven as the basis for them starting a career in horror films, which I think is very sweet. So Matt Bettinelli Open, he had been directly directing mostly shorts, like spooky shorts since around 2008. But before that, he also Mm -hmm. directed a documentary in 1998 called It Came From Hollywood. It's just about a lot of like different like movies and things like that. And then Tyler Gillette's directing journey is like really similar to that outside of their projects together because they have worked on several other projects together. He worked Mm -hmm. mostly on like shorts and TV series since 2008 as well. Mm -hmm. The two of them together directed a segment in VHS in 2012, which I fucking love VHS and we will watch it at some point. I'm not exactly sure when, but it's so good. Mm -hmm. And then since then... They've directed five feature-length horror thrillers together. Oh, cool. Which are Devil's Due, Southbound, Segments of Southbound. I think it's a similar situation to VHS, and there's, like, a lot of, like, short segments directed by different people. Mm. And then Ready or Not, Scream 2022, and then Scream 6 that came out this nice. year, 2023. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I have to cough. <clears throat> My God. And it looks like they're also set to direct a monster movie together for Universal sometime next year. And the way that it's like titled on IMDb, which I didn't write down because I'm really good at my job. um, (laughs) It sounds like they might be revamping like some of the Universal monsters, like Frankenstein, Creature of the Black Lagoon type thing. And I thought, right. And if I'm right about that and that's what's happening, listen, (laughs) I'll be insufferable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, that would be, be so Be insufferable sick. on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. Be great. You're going to love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The writers were James or Jamie Vanderbilt. It seems like people close to him call him Jamie and then like mm-hmm. his official credits are James. So I'll probably call him Jamie when I'm talking about him because that's what most people do. And mm-hmm. the other writer was Guy Busick. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, based on Kevin Williamson's characters, he wasn't one of the writers for this movie, but he was one of the executive producers. Okay. James Vanderbilt. still involved. Oh, yeah. Still involved, for sure. Mm -hmm. James Vanderbilt has been writing screenplays since 2003, his first one being fucking Darkness Falls. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let me tell you about Darkness Falls for a minute. It's unhinged. I saw this movie potentially in 2003, and I don't think I've seen it since. (laughs) 
And it is a horror movie. It's kind of a fucked up one for a small child to watch as well. (laughs) Because it's basically a vengeful ghost pretending to be the tooth fairy and fucking killing people as the tooth fairy. (laughs) Good. What the fuck? And I don't remember a lot of the specifics of why it was doing that. But yeah. It, it was a whole thing, yeah. and I really want to rewatch it, because, like, I... So, I, I... It's one of those things where I forget that it exists for a long time, and yeah. then either mm-hmm. I see something that reminds me of it, or it just will randomly pop into my head that this movie <laughs> exists, and I'm, it haunts me. It does. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to watch it again. But, yeah, he wrote Darkness Falls, apparently. And Fun. he also wrote the screenplays for Zodiac in 2007. Mm-hmm. And The Amazing Spider-Man in 2012, among others. Oh, fun! Yeah, more Spider-Man. Why is there a lot of Spider-Man? Just, like... Because why not? Why not? <laughs> you know, like, I'm always thinking about Spider-Man. We might as well be talking about it, too. It's fine. <laughs> and then he went on to write the screenplay for Scream 6 as well, along with Guy Busick. And Guy Busick has been writing mostly for TV series since 2006. And then he also, like I said, worked on Scream 6. And he was also a writer for Castle, the Castle Rock TV series, which is a Stephen oh, King cool. story, which I've been meaning to watch mm. as well, because I've heard a lot of good things about it. So, yeah. Mm. Pretty sick. Also, both directors and the writer Guy Busick worked on Ready or Not in 2019, and I think the person that they had make the score worked on Ready or Not. So it was like a big Ready or Not family that just like <laughs> came in and we're like, all right, now we're gonna do scream. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really know why it happened that way, but it seems like Jumping they just from one until the other, right? It seems like they just worked well together and just wanted yeah. to keep working working together. But I haven't seen that yet either. So like, this is just making a long list of things for me to watch. <laughs> Ready or not, it's like the one where it's like the girl marries the rich guy, and then they have like the dinner party, and then they all hide and like have to kill each other. I or think something. so. Is that that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. I just I whenever I see it, I can't remember the actress's name but she's in like a big ball gown and she has like a flamethrower like, is it samara kind of weaving maybe i don't know blonde kind of think... looks like margot robbie yeah okay that's <laughs> samara weaving okay. they wanted to get her for this movie as well because they really, oh, really liked working with her but her are you okay sorry i just banged my funny bone against the oh, no. sorry everyone if you heard that that's all right um anyway so they wanted to get her for this movie as well, but her schedule was just too busy, yeah. so they couldn't. But they were able to get her for the next one for a role. Oh, cool. So pretty cool. They really, okay. they worked really well with her, too, and she seems really chill. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this was the first Scream movie after Wes Craven passed away in 2015. And I want to talk a lot more about that after we watch the movie, because there's a lot of... Um, ways that they paid tribute to him in this movie i did cry in the theater (laughs) and i can't promise i won't cry while we're recording this episode (laughs) uh because i just i get really emotional about it (laughs) but that's fine so the first tears from moth i cried during um what's it called the quiet quiet place yeah uh yeah whatever john krasinski died yeah so valid sorry (laughs) the episode's already out out. like it's fine (laughs) but anyway yeah yeah, first year's for for moth we'll see how it goes we might i might just cry it's fine (laughs) but anyway so the logistics of this film getting made were like really convoluted after that Mm -hmm. in terms of like who did and who didn't want it to happen and there were a lot of like weird conversations that led up to it so in 2011 which was four years before Wes craven passed away 
he said that he was under contract for a fifth and sixth film, but part of his mm-hmm. deal was that he would only look at a script if it was finalized because of all the shit mm-hmm. with rewrites for the earlier films. He just didn't want to mm-hmm. deal with that again because it's it's yeah. just a lot. And yeah, for sure. On the same topic of rewrites, though, <laughs> brief diversion from where I'm at right now with topics. <laughs> that wasn't necessarily an aspect of this one, but they did intentionally create multiple versions of scripts and they filmed a bunch of scenes that they knew would never be used in order to avoid leaks. So like That's nobody knew exactly what was happening in the actual movie because of that. <laughs> and it's just really funny to me. But anyway, so there was also there was a lot of back and forth with things with Kevin Williams Williamson and separately with the Weinsteins Mm. it seemed like I know it seemed like it kept going back and forth on whether or not they were even going to make it and then in 2019 after all of the allegations against Harvey Weinstein started coming out the Scream franchise needed to change hands yeah so yeah so the Weinsteins are no longer involved at this point which is great bless There were rumors that it was going to be acquired by Blumhouse, but those were false, which Mm -hmm. is honestly kind of unfortunate because if Jason Blum got his hands on this, can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be sick. That's for sure. (laughs) But no, it was acquired by Spyglass in 2019. And then after that, plans for this installment and the sixth installment were more solidified and it seems like things got put into action at that point. Hell yeah. It was supposed to come out earlier than it did, but, you know, something happened in 2020 in the world. Yeah. I don't know if you guys were there for it. I don't really remember. I can't recall what it was. I don't know exactly um, what happened, but something weird happened. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were delays in production. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the cast. Of course, as usual, we have returning cast and new cast members. Of our returning cast members, we have the one, the only, the Scream Queen herself, Nev Campbell as Sydney Prescott. (laughs) You're good. She almost didn't agree to be in the film out of respect for Wes Craven since he was no longer there to be able to green light like the scripts or anything. Mm -hmm. The directors sent her a really heartfelt letter about how much Wes Craven and his films meant to them and influenced them. And after that, she felt more comfortable and agreed to be in it because she knew that they would respect him and his legacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I thought that was the sweetest thing in the world that they like, because it seems like they didn't feel right moving forward with it if she, as the core of it, was not involved. Yeah. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. So we also have, of course, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, David Arquette as Dewey Riley, which I learned the cutest thing in the entire world. Um, What was that? David Arquette is a certified Bob Ross painting teacher. (gasps) but wait there's more oh my god but wait there's more it gets better during breaks he would basically host mini seminars with cast members and they would all paint together oh my god i'm gonna cry i know it's so cute nobody will say who the best painter was either they're all just like we were all having fun and it was great it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's so sweet yeah oh my god because apparently like people have asked in interviews like who's the best painter and everyone's just like we don't care Nobody knows. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't, yeah, that's, I, sorry, I'm just imagining, like, them just, like, filming a, like, brutal, like, fight scene, and then just afterwards, just, like, playing some peaceful music. Happy little just, like, trees. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Like, I feel like that's, that's such a good way to, like, disconnect. And right? Just, like, you know, 
have a just a moment of like peace on set. It's so nice. It's so I love cute. that. Uh, yeah. More returning cast though. We've got a few more. Marley Shelton is back as Judy Hicks. Heather Matarazzo mm-hmm. is back as Martha Meeks. Ooh. And of course, Roger Jackson is back as the voice of Ghostface. And there's another surprise returning character who I'm not going to mention because okay. spoilers and also it's just fun that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our new cast members who I'm obsessed with. I love them. Okay. Okay. Melissa Barrera plays Sam Carpenter. Jenna Ortega, the love of my life, <gasps> yes. plays. I knew she was in the Scream franchise, yeah. but I didn't know which one she started in. Yes, she so starts super, in this one. Super exciting. She plays Sam's sister, Tara Carpenter. She mm-hmm. was the youngest cast member. Everyone else was in their twenties or older, but she was like eighteen, mm-hmm. nineteen at the time of filming. Hell yeah, Sly Queen. Yeah, <laughs> and what's hilarious? There's one scene that they started filming it when she at the beginning of filming, and they finished it at the very, very end of filming. So in the Mm. beginning of this one scene, she's 18 years old. And at the end of it, she's 19 years old. (laughs) It's very funny to me. (laughs) I love that. We also have Jack Quaid playing Richie Kirsch, Jasmine Savoy Brown playing Mindy Meeks Martin. And I don't know if you recognize that name, but she's also in Yellow Jackets. Oh, fun. Yeah. So you'll recognize her. I I love her. I hadn't seen anything that she was in before this came out. Um, Who is she in Yellow Jackets? Which one is she? Do you remember? I do remember, but her name is escaping me right now. Hold on. Is she one of the, like, core people? Yes. Uh, Thaisa. She's Thaisa. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was just like, her name is escaping me right now because I haven't watched it. Guys, I started Yellow Jackets, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm very excited about it because that means I get to talk to you about it. (laughs) Yes. I can only do like one a day. It's a lot. It's a lot. It freaks me out. Guys, it's scary. It is. You you know how I feel about scary stuff, guys? It's scary. (laughs) It's also just a heavy show, too. Yeah, this is pretty heavy. (laughs) But it's very good, so I'm really excited you're watching it. But yeah. She's in this as well. Kills it. Hell yeah. She plays Mindy. And then Mason Gooding plays Chad Meeks Martin. They are twins. And Mason Gooding is fucking precious. I just have to say. He apparently went to school at NYU and he wrote a six-page paper about Scream and why it deserved to be revived. And then when he was offered the part of Chad over the phone, he fucking muted himself for a second so he could scream about it. (laughs) I love him. I love that. King. (laughs) Yeah, he couldn't wait to, like, lose his mind until he got off the phone. I could imagine just being on the phone being like, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on one second. Mute the phone. Ah! Unmute. Thank you so much for the offer. (laughs) Same. Oh, my God. It's so funny to me. Anyway, we also have... Mikey Madison playing Amber Freeman, Dylan Minnette playing Wes Hicks, who of course is named after Wes Craven in his honor. Aww. And then Sonia Amar playing Liv McKenzie. And one of our favorite spooky kings, Kyle Gallner, makes an appearance for a bit <gasps> as a character named Vince Schneider. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm dude. Excited. I had no <laughs> idea he was in it. And then of course, when I was in the theater, I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> I love you're him. Like, yes. Screaming, crying, throwing up right now. Yes, Kyle Gallner. If you're listening, you're not. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh my god. In terms of awards, it had a handful of nominations, including at the People's Choice Awards, Saturn Awards, Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, among others. 
and Jenna Ortega won most frightens most frightened performance at the MTV Music and or not music. What the fuck is wrong with me? MTV UV. Hello. <laughs> can't say it. I, mean, I can't say it. I'm not even going to start over. You guys can just keep all that bullshit. It's fine. Yes. MTV Movie and TV Awards. Nailed it. First try. There you go. Sly. <laughs> oh my god. So, at this point, I would normally give you a brief synopsis of the film. I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> it's a scream movie. I will tell you, we are once again in Woodsboro, and it's 25 years after the events of Billy and Stu's nonsense. So Crazy. Yeah. Let me guess. Uh, there's gonna be a ghost face. People are gonna get stabbed. And uh, the movie, the fake movie Stab, is gonna be referenced a couple of times. Whoa! crazy have you are you sure you haven't I, seen this i've seen um a couple movies pretty similar to it. okay yeah no that makes sense yeah you nailed it you got the whole plot yeah <laughs> but yeah it's a screen movie you get it we've been here four yeah. times it's fine yep <laughs> trigger warnings though are pretty much the same as all the other screen movies but i'm still gonna go over them we have of course stalking domestic violence alcohol abuse Burning Alive is a new one. That is a new one. Knife and gun violence, broken bones, torture, gore, including audio gore. I will say shit is amped up here because Scream movies are- Yeah, every Scream movie. Yep. Yeah. They always try to outdo each other. It's just how it works. Hospital scenes, including one where someone removes an IV. So that's kind of gross. Yeah, I'm not gonna- Yeah. Yeah. And of course, shaky cam flashing lights. So- Yep. For our photosynthesizing Slay. friends, be aware. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It's uh, it's a scream movie. It's gross. It's fun. It's a wonderful time, and I'm very excited. Do you think you can handle it? <laughs> I think I can handle I it. I know you can. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. <laughs> There's one scene in particular that's a little bit a lot, but I think it'll be okay. You can just look away if you okay. need to. <laughs> I close my eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm stoked though. You want to get into it? Yes, let's get into it. Let's make freaking lose it. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. She just punched him in the fucking face. Punch goes face. Hell yeah. Sorry, I know he's garbage in this movie, but Kyle Gallner is so hot. (laughs) He's hot. Like, (laughs) I wish he wasn't such an asshole because... Yep, I knew it. <laughs> yep, that is such a, <laughs> that stab is so funny to me. It's just so fast, like. Bloop. <laughs> is he gonna call her? Oh, we'll never know. We probably will know, but we'll never know. <laughs> oh my god, is that her? Does she have a baby with someone else? Oh wait, no. <gasps> Queen. Yes. Oh, he's the only, she's the only one in his favorites. Yeah. Still. Oh. <laughs> Dewey. I love him. I love him so fucking Me too. I bet it's Amber and one of the other people. I'm gonna plead the fifth on every guess you make. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Ugh. Oh. Is this man's about to die? While he's naked. (laughs) Unfortunate. 
That's a lot of stabs. That's a lot. It's at least stab sevens. <laughs> at least stab sevens, yeah. Maybe stab eights. I don't know. Would've been better if it was a bayonet. It would have. How are you gonna text her that Ghostface is back and then expect her not to come? That's what I'm saying. She's Gale fucking weathered. Bruh, if Dewey dies, I'm gonna kill myself. No! <laughs> oh my god. No! Yeah. No! 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 Yeah. I'm canceling the pod. Pod's over. This is it. This is the last episode. That's completely I don't fair. Anymore. I don't blame you. And he's their inhaler. Yeah, like, that's not optional. Why are you so- why is he so angry? Because he's a man. I don't know. It's a fucking homosexual. Hell. Maybe her and Amber are gay together, and then they ha have gay lesbian rage. <laughs> Shady this whole time. It's definitely not Tara because she cannot walk. Yeah, this shit don't make no fucking sense. Honestly, they're bad bitches though. We're calling it Facts. immediately. I love how nonchalantly they were about it too. They're just like, bad this. No. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, don't worry, they'll monologue. <laughs> always, they always monologue. Yes! Bite him! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck Hell yeah. Her up. She deserves it. She killed Dewey. Yeah. Oh, she's loving it. Billy's so happy right now. Oh, he's thriving. <laughs> he's so proud. Slay sister. Yeah. All right, we're back. Hello. That was good. That was fantastic. <laughs> Wasn't it? It's so fucking good. Yeah. I was very, very pleased with how they went it about had, everything. I know whatever we watched through four, I kind of talked about how it like didn't have the same like feeling as the rest of the right. three movies, but this one had the same like feeling. Exactly. It brought <laughs> it back and they fucking mailed it. They yes. did. Even like whenever the like OG characters weren't as like centrally involved, I feel yeah. like as the other movies. Like they still somehow manage and I feel like it's cause Sam is like such a badass like right not like a replica of sydney prescott but definitely has the same like level of badassery exactly as... she does yeah mm -hmm. i i think they so. did a really great job with it and like the whole cast just were perfect i love that yes they popped off yeah for sure exactly so what would you and this is the first one sorry this is the first one that i actually called who ghostface was and you was did right. like immediately and i was just like how the fuck am i supposed to react to this? <laughs> 
I was like, this Amber bitch does not give me good vibes. I, was, I do not like her. Right? I was trying so hard to just, like, not say anything. I was like, mm, how... Mm, I don't know how to navigate that. <laughs> but yeah, you nailed it immediately. And then, like, I remember when I initially saw this, I, I think I did the same thing with Amber because I'm just like, it's the closest person to Tara. And, yeah. um... And then with Richie, I was skeptical of him from the jump yeah. because, again, love interest. But mm-hmm. the second they were in the hospital and he got his arm sliced and just not he was knocked against the wall, I'm like, he's one of them. Yeah, no, whenever they did the arm slice, I feel like that happened in one of the other movies. It's happened it in a couple to- of them. Yeah, so, like, that, like, to me, whenever he, like, just, like, had, like, the arm maneuver, like, blockage, that was, like, hmm, yeah. Mm, that, red flag. Big it red gave flag. Me, it gave me sus vibes, but every time... I called it out. I was like, oh, I'm wrong. So, like, I was like, are they going to do the love interest thing again? Like, I don't know. But it's Scream, so, like, they can do whatever yeah. the fuck they want as many times as they want. Exactly. And it's still fine. And they so... still somehow keep it fun and, like, not yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how yeah. they do that, but it's impressive. Seriously. I feel like it's because, like, Dewey called it out at the beginning. So that yeah. makes you kind of be like, okay, well, it's not going to be this person because, mm-hmm. like, it was called out right right at the jump. Keeps you on so your toes. like exactly and then it was it's like a what is it like a double it's a double bluff <laughs> yeah like a like a double red herring i don't know yes exactly it was it was good i really oh sorry i just banged my headphones against <laughs> my chair that's okay <laughs> probably didn't catch that on my thing but it wow that was loud in my ear hole I'm so um, sorry. anyway <laughs> oh my god anyway so what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten spookies Ooh. um I'm going to give it, like, I feel like the jump scares were good in this one. They were. Because um, they really, they did a lot of, like, fake jump scares. They did. Into, like, the real jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it, like, a six on the spooky level. That's fair. And on mm-hmm. the on the topic of the fake jump scares, the scene with Wes, where there's, like, one after another after another. <laughs> yes. That scene was going to be longer initially. Oh, my with God. More of them. It was going to be a few minutes longer. And then they were I like, love that. all right, this is getting to be a bit excessive. <laughs> and then they cut but it I down. Mean, and it's it would have been fun, though. Oh, yeah. And it's <sighs> still excessive, but in a funny yeah. way and not in yes. a, OK, I'm bored kind of way. Yes. It's like and a, I oh. liked it. I feel like for a lot of the jump scares, they don't add the music in the background. Right. Or, like, they do it really, like, quick and, like, subtly. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that after watching the West scene, where it's, like, they had a bunch of, like, the music buildup. Yeah. And then, like, later, it's, like, you don't really get the music buildup before, like, the jump scares. It's kind of just, like, more of the eerie silence. Yeah. And then the jump scare. Um, so I thought it was fun that they, like, brought that in where they're, like, doing the, like, scary music. And then, like, nothing is there. I love it. It's great. It's one of yeah. my favorite things. <laughs> Did you have, like... Oh, I'm sorry. What would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 in general, though? Ooh, um, I'm going to give it, like, a 9. That's, yeah, I agree. It's really good. It's, like, it's almost on par with the original for me. Yeah, it for sure is. I don't know what, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to give 10s for movies, I feel like. Me too. I've only done, like, one or two movies that have been a 10. Yeah. I think the original Scream was a 10, or at least a 9.5. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, and then, like, one other movie. I think, I think Jaws, maybe? Yeah, I think Jaws I gave a 10 out of 10 just because it was so much fun. It's such a fun movie, yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. Did you? I'm gonna, yeah, put it up there with a 9. That's so fair. So valid. It's a great movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Did you have any least, or favorite or least favorite parts? Um, my least favorite part was Dewey's death. Of course. fuck you. Because that's um, illegal. They broke the fucking law yeah. doing that. They should go to jail. Yeah. They, that, yeah. That's honestly, like, give him the chair for that. Like, that yeah. is... 
no, not cool. Not cool of them to kill Dewey. Um, I think my favorite part was uh, Tara beating the shit out of Amber with her fucking crutches. Yes, dude. Oh my <laughs> that, god. And also just the Billy Loomis, like, The Billy Loomis of it all. Like, him being there, like, that was fucking iconic. Right? Like, it's so fun. And, like, it is. originally I had a little bit of a qualm with it just because, like, the CGI of, like, making him look younger, like, threw me off a little bit. Yeah. But then, like, mm-hmm. watching it again, it's actually, it's pretty well done. I was just... Yeah. I think my problem is that I am way too familiar with what that man's face looked like when he was in his yeah. early 20s. I'm way too familiar mm-hmm. with it. So, like, that CGI, I'm like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. But I no, get I it. I can see that for sure. But yeah. also, yeah, no. I just think it was it was a fun little thing. It was super fun, and I really like it. And um, I, I liked the inclusion of it even when I first saw yeah. it, but it was just throwing me and, off. Because it wasn't too much. Like, he no. was only there, like, every once in a while. Like, yeah. enough for it to be, like, a reoccurring character, but not enough for you to be like, okay, this is getting fucking old. Like, yeah, exactly. He's not in every scene with yeah. Sam, like, if that makes sense. So yeah. she's totally, like, her own character, and she's doing things from her own motivation, but then he's kind of just, like, there in the background being like, hee-hee. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I really like how they did that. Um, I thought it was mm. fun. It was fun. Yeah. Also, so it's hard to tell, like, who which killer is which in this one in terms of, like, yeah. the body count. And initially, mm-hmm. I mentioned, t- like, you mentioned that um, Amber probably killed Wes and his mom, and I thought it was Richie. But then thinking back, I think, or no. Maybe the both, other way around. Honestly. I honestly don't know what was happening in that house because, like, they seem like they have very different kill styles in that Amber yeah. is very frantic and fast and, like, stabby, yes. stabby, stabby. She's the one who's like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. yeah. And then he's a little bit less frenzied. He's a little bit more reserved, yeah. it seems like. So it could have been both of them. Like, maybe he got Wes yeah. and she got Judy. Yeah. I don't know. But it's interesting. There's a YouTube channel. I cannot remember what they're called off the top of my head. But they do, like, kill counts and they go over, like, which one did who. And I mm. really want to go through and, like, watch that for this movie because it's kind of hard to tell in this one. And I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fun. Yeah. So I pretty much, for discussion-wise of this, really just have, like, a bunch of random fun facts for the most okay, part. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's not really a cohesive story with this one because, like, it's a Scream movie, you know? Like, we've been here. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So Amber Freeman is also the name of Jamie Vanderbilt's wife, one of the writers, oh. like first and last, not just her first name. Wow. Her full name is Amber <sighs> Freeman. And like he named the killer after her. This villain. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so fucking funny. And there's a part of me that that's is. like, I don't know their dynamic at all, but I would think that's so funny if like my spouse was a writer and they made one of the murderers me. I'd be like, yeah, it. <laughs> it's sick. I loved it. Also, up until this point, it was only hypothesized and, like, loosely alluded to that Sid lived on Elm Street, but it had never been actually confirmed in the films. Mm. Um, but we actually get to see this street the, she grew yeah. up on, and um, Tara mentioned it, too. Yeah. So this is, of course, a reference to Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, which is also yes. one of my favorite films yeah. of all time. But, yeah, just, like, one of the Sweet. many, many callbacks to Wes in this film and this mm-hmm. franchise, because, like, of course, there's a bunch of different references to Freddy in like from mm. the first be- like movie on. Yeah. So just fun little thing that we get the confirmation of Elm Street in this one. There's also a metric fuckload of Easter eggs in this movie. Okay. Like so goddamn many. <laughs> so for character Easter eggs, 
Sydney's husband, Mark. Do you mm -hmm. recall the name Mark from anywhere else? I feel like it, mm, from like past Scream movies mm -hmm. or just like in general? No. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't catch it either. Detective Mark Kincaid in Scream <gasps> 3. That is Sydney's husband. Oh my god! Yeah. So the, uh, what's his face? Um, Patrick Dempsey. In, yes, Patrick yeah. Dempsey. I was going to say Mr. Handsome from Dr. Handsome <laughs> from whatever his face is. From uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, yeah, yes. I forgot what they call him. McSteamy. No, I think he's McDreamy and a different one's McSteamy. And I hate that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't either. Literally at all. I know that against my yes. will. Um, it's Patrick fine. Patrick Dempsey. That's yes. so cute. But... I also didn't catch it, but neither did Nev Campbell until after oh the god. film had come out and someone mentioned it to her. Oh my like, god. She was like, oh my god, wait. Yeah, she was like, oh shit, you're right. And it's like, yeah, that's her husband. And the twins, Mindy and Chad, Meeks Martin. So we know, obviously, mm -hmm. their mom is Randy's sister. But do you know who their dad is? Their last name is Martin. You might not oh recall this one, but that's okay. I don't. Mm -mm. Joel Martin. That? Gail's cameraman in Scream 2 <gasps> is their dad. Oh my god! Ah, I love that. <laughs> right? I just peaked my audio so bad. I'm so sorry, no, but that's, that's okay. so fucking cute. Right? I love it so fucking much. But yeah, so that's their dad. Another little Easter egg, Vince's knuckle tattoos. So Vince was, um, oh my god, I'm so sorry. His name is, what the fuck is happening? Kyle Gallner's character. Yes. <laughs> how, how did I just forget Kyle Galtner's name? What just happened? Uh, it's fine. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> His knuckle tattoos are 1428, which is the address of the Elm Street house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, little fun thing. And then fun. the last chunk of stuff that I have is just all of mm -hmm. the ways that they honored Wes Craven in this movie. Let's do it. And this is Let's when I it. might cry. <laughs> okay. So... Obviously, they named a character after him, Wes, but there's, it goes deeper with, within just that character. So Wes's phone number also includes Wes Craven's birth year, which is 1939. Aww. And Wes Craven's full birthday is also featured on the YouTube page that we see whenever, um, why is my br brain blinking on fucking names? Richie. Richie. God. It's like doing the screen yeah. research. Whenever he's doing the research, the subscriber count. The stab research. Yeah. <laughs> on that YouTube page that we see, it, the sub full subscriber count is 821939, which is Wes Craven's full birthday, August 2nd, Aww. 1939. That's so cute. And coincidentally, with when this episode comes out, August 2nd is next Wednesday. And I didn't plan that, but I'm really Aww. happy with how that worked out. So That is so sweet. Happy oh birthday, God. Wes Craven. Happy birthday, Wes Craven. Yeah. Thank you for the Scream movies. Thank you. And all the other movies that you've made. Everything you've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it goes deeper yet again. <sighs> Just the character of Wes in general. His whole character was a tribute to Wes Craven in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So he was sort of the glue for the group at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And he's like known everyone since they were like babies, essentially. So he mm -hmm. grew up with everyone. Aw. And... He was arguably the smartest and most aware of the dangers that they were facing, mm -hmm. which, of course, Wes Craven would be. And, like, it would be a disrespect to make him anything else. You know what I mean? True. Absolutely. So, but even in his death, he was the perfect tribute. He was the example of 
Wes Craven's philosophy in horror that even if a character does everything right, they could still be next mm-hmm. to keep audience on Absolutely. their toes. And that's just mm-hmm. how he approached horror. It's the way that he navigated the genre and doing anything else. Yeah. Is- even like right before his uh, kill scene, they were talking about how him and his mom were probably safe. Yeah. They weren't like legacies or whatever, like technically or whatever. Exactly. But yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And then Amber's comment at the party that Wes wouldn't have approved is supposed to be a nod to Randy's rant in the original movie talking about all of the teenage debauchery that one should never do in a horror film. So it's like (laughs) one more little callback that Wes, meaning kind of like Wes Craven, would be like kind of poking fun of them. This is like a love letter to him. And I love that. It is in so many fucking ways. And there's more. (sighs) So... The party for Wes was a dedication to Wes Craven, obviously. And Mm -hmm. to do that, they had a ton of voice cameos from familiar (sighs) favorites. Oh, my God. So Drew Barrymore, (gasps) she was one of them. And she also voices the principal when she's when the principal's coming over the speaker announcing that the school is closing because of like all the events Mm -hmm. that were going on. So Drew Barrymore was also one of the party guests. Other party guests include Jamie Kennedy, who, of course, is Randy Mm -hmm. in the first two Scream movies. Mm -hmm. Henry Winkler is the principal at Woodsboro High in the first movie. Hayden Penetier is Kirby in Scream 4. Oh, my goodness. And Adam Brody, Haas, in Scream 4. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Matthew Lillard is one of the party (laughs) guests. And he says explicitly, Cool House Freeman, which is hilarious because it's his house. Yeah, it's his house. Yeah. Oh, my God. He also has another voice cameo in the movie. He voiced Flamethrower Ghostface in Stab 8. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I love that. That's iconic. Isn't of that course great? he did. <laughs> and also at the party, we hear the directors of this one. We also hear Kevin Williamson and others who have worked on previous Scream films in terms of, like, crew and things like that. Mm. And we also hear Wes Craven's widow, Aya. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a whole... That whole toast when Chad's like, for Wes, that's when we hear all of those voices. And it's just the sweetest possible thing that they could have done. Yeah. And I loved it. That's so iconic. I know. Yeah. So, of course, at the end, it also says, for Wes, they dedicated the film Mm. to him. And during that part, there's the sound of birds chirping in the background and that's because Mm -hmm. Wes Craven loved bird watching in his spare time I know that's so sweet they really put like so much like they could have literally just put like the four Wes at the end and just been like yeah that's you know we're dedicating it to him but they like just so so much much thought into it yeah and then that's awesome right and then the flash of Ghostface at the very end Mm -hmm. there too so that is kind Mm -hmm. of a staple but in that one specifically, Ghostface is, like, bowing his head and wiping the Aww. blade, as was done from the beginning. And it's supposed to be, like, a respect a thing. Off, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just, I I am obsessed with everyone involved in making this film. And I think that they really did Wes Craven proud. And, like, you can really tell how much they respected him. And, absolutely, like, how much... Wes Craven's work meant to them and like yeah they even with they even took a lot of input from like Nev Campbell Courtney Cox and David Arquette Mm -hmm. um because they've been in it from the beginning and they know absolutely these characters in these films inside out so Mm -hmm. they wanted 
as just another angle of wanting to do right by Wes Craven, they took all of the input from them that they possibly could. And it was just a really good collaborative effort in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I think for sure it shows because yeah, yeah, it just turned out. No, it did. It definitely had like the, the feel of like the OG screen movies. Like it like really held on to that. It did. I don't know like what they're doing differently, like what they put in the water to make it like that. But (laughs) like, I couldn't tell you the difference between like screen four and screen five. Like I couldn't tell you like why the vibe is so different. Yeah, it just is. And I, I think it's, I don't know, just the approach is very different in a lot of ways. Mm And I don't really know how to articulate that, but I appreciate it, and I appreciate everyone that worked on this, and yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. One more cute little thing, though. Uh, I'm looking at the actress's name, so I don't get it wrong. Melissa Barrera, Sam Carpenter, apparently Mm -hmm. the first time that she filmed with Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox, like... Mm-hmm. At the end of the scene, she just broke down crying because she was just, like, so overwhelmed and grateful to be working Aww. with them. Because, like, she she said that she just had this realization that she was working with two women that she just has looked up to and just respected for so long. And it just meant a lot yeah. to her. That's so sweet. Yeah. I just... Ugh, I just want to squeeze everyone. Right? We love strong women. I like, know. strong women characters. Like, they really, like... They're the badasses of the whole screen franchise. Yeah. And, like, that's what we got to remember is, like, these women are fucking killing it. Yeah, literally. literally. But, like, they're <laughs> fucking, yeah, I don't know. They're so badass. And I feel like that's one of the best things about, like, the three movies is that, yeah. like, the main characters are, like, kind of just, like, this group of, like, badass women. Exactly. They're just fucking going for it. Exactly. <laughs> I fucking love it. And it, it all goes back to the fact that Wes Craven just fucking loved women. And, like... Yep. And Kevin Williamson. women juice. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. And it's fucking wonderful. And my last question for you, of course, is would you watch this movie again? Yes, absolutely. One day we need to, like, get together and just sit down and have a screen marathon. That like, would no be the best day of my life. And just, like, do it, like, back to back to back. That would be so much fun. That would be so amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we have one movie left. In the until franchise until seven, seven comes, out. comes out, but we're getting caught up before seven comes out. Yes. So we'll be watching that very, very soon, but there will be a few movies in between, of course. Hell yeah. And I'm I'm very excited to get to that point. Cause <laughs> six was also amazing. Really it's yeah, so I've good. heard I've heard good reviews about it. And I know Jenna Ortega Jenna Jenna Ortega comes back. I keep yes. I kept saying her name <laughs> wrong, and I'm so sorry to everyone if I don't edit all of it out. I know her name is Jenna. I can't oh my god yeah but yeah she comes back and so does melissa barrera and it's they kill it they're so good i love them hell yeah yeah obsessed looking forward to it (laughs) so if you want to keep up with us and see when we go ahead and watch scream six and eventually scream seven where can the people find us tay you can find us on Twitter at Here's Horror. You can find us on Instagram at Here's Horror Podcast. Um, you can find us on Tumblr at Here's Horror. You can subscribe to our Kofi, um, which is here.kofi.com/slash Here's Horror Podcast. Yep, I think it's something like that. Um, and <laughs> you can shoot us an email at Here's Horror Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know um, who would be the best ghost face. Who, yeah. Who's your favorite ghost face so far? Let us know. Ooh, I really want to know that. Yes. Yeah, please let us know. I don't even know if I could... I mean, obviously, like, the OGs. Like, Stu Mocker. 
They're the best. They've got to be the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know who your favorite ghost face is. Let us know if you would be Ghostface. Yeah. Uh, write in. We're going to start a petition, change.org, for giving Ghostface a bayonet. Um, please sign. <laughs> change.org. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Give Ghostface. Anyway. Go, whoa. <laughs> I just glitched right. so bad. Give Ghostface a bayonet, you cowards. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. Scream yes. 7. Give Ghostface a bayonet. I'll do anything. If he, if he can have a flamethrower, then he can have a fucking bayonet. I'm saying, dude. It could it's, be a stab like, thing. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, real Ghostface. It could be stab Ghostface. Can you imagine? A fucking bayonet. Can you imagine they make a stab movie that's set in, like, the 1600s? That would be iconic. That would be like, so it, funny. It could be a crossover with the witch. Like, it could be the witch, and then, like, at the end scene where they're, like, all, like, levitating, you just see, like, Ghostface at the bottom. Yeah, and dude. Jig, and can then, you like, imagine? it starts from there. Perfect. If they can do a, <laughs> If they can do a stab the musical, that's canon, by the way. Yes. If they can do a stab the musical, they can do a stab And stab on ice. Stab on like, ice. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. Let's do it. Yeah. Come on, guys. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Go watch all the Scream movies. If you haven't watched them, what are you doing? They're the best movies ever. Anyway. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And as always, thank you to Tay for watching Scream with me. I got you. This was so much fun. Hell yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. Or we'll we'll talk. We'll be talking to you next time. We won't. We I'll won't see you. It, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, bye! <laughs> bye! <laughs>